And, and what you were saying there did, like, kind of clue me in on how to phrase it. I like my expectations being shattered. I don't like being lied to. That's kind, yes. of, the, that's kind of the difference there. Um, I, I like being surprised, to. being deceived. <laughs> you were chuckling, Chase. Did you have uh, something to add? <laughs> I like being lied to. Kind of gets me off, you know? <laughs> <laughs> to another episode of Anime Fix, where you're fixed for all things anime. I'm Chase. I'm Lance. I'm Kyle. Hey, Hello, it's Kyle. Kyle. What's I'm up? Back. Thank, thank you for having me on again, guys. I'm excited. What a pleasure yeah. to have you back. Pleasure. Uh, also, is a pretty awesome anime that you recommend as well. Thank you. I, you uh, know, it was, it was uh, really good. I, at first, didn't think I was going to like it. <laughs> um, I actually started it over because I, because uh, I was like, okay, I started over because uh, when I was watching it, I was in a, I was in a bad, I wasn't really focused, and I was in a bad mood, and so I was like, what is this stupid, what is this stupid <laughs> anime I'm watching here, Kyle? Oh, <laughs> and then, and so I put it off, I put it off, and I was like, oh god, we're gonna record tomorrow, so I, uh, <laughs> I watched it from start to finish last night. Yeah. So last time I was on, I picked, I would consider a, a, a more traditional and more emotional and very me anime. And this time I picked something that I find interesting on a more technical level, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. is, it, is it the art? Because I thought the art it's was the, good. It's the art, but it's also the storytelling. Um, Do you want to explain it first, by the way? Kyle? Well, yeah, yeah. So, so the anime I recommended to watch for this episode was uh, the Idaten Deities Only No Peace, which is uh, a really very new. I think it came out like uh, within the last year, not not even like six months ago. Yep. Uh, it's only uh, uh, eleven episodes. Uh, boy, howdy, is the ending of this season not satisfying at all? No. Um, but it's by uh, Studio Mappa, I think. Yeah, Mappa. Uh, they uh they they do um uh what is it solo leveling I believe. Uh, but the art is very interesting. Um, but storytelling wise, what I kind of find interesting about it is it it takes a lot of shonen tropes in general yeah. and and subverts them in a I I, I sub, uh, subvert is a very like loaded term. Um, but really I like I, I'm not trying to say it's like even criticizing shonen anime it's just trying to take a different direction uh on a lot of those same decisions and tropes that shonen anime use and and have baked into them um the biggest one i think being is that like it, it kind of asked a question like what if we make the bad guys the underdogs and how do we still make the story a little compelling if that's yeah. the case um and I, I think it's just very, it's very interesting to me as a storyteller to see them like kind of like ask narrative questions that don't get asked 
a lot. And sometimes it's a hit and sometimes it's a miss, but all in all, I found it kind of fascinating. Yeah. What do you think, Chase? Uh, so like your, your point, like, like when you're saying that the bad guys, I didn't really think like, like obviously the demons, they're meant to be the bad guys, but like morally throughout the whole, sh- the whole show, I was like, well, even though you're supposed to be the good guys, you're doing some pretty crazy messed up bad guy stuff. <laughs> um, it's-, it's just brutal as far as like, like, especially Rin which is uh, the, the oldest one, just flying into the, like, the whole city. No care in the world, just slice you know, a bunch of humans up with the demons. You know, can't tell them apart, who cares? They'll grow back. They're just plants. And their, their reason for trying to be less like, bloody in that fight is not even, oh, yeah, we should protect as many humans as we can. It's, oh, if we just kill everyone and there's enough chaos, then some of the demons will get away. So we should yep. be at least a little bit <laughs> yeah. All about this. I I found the uh, I think the word is ambil- ambivalence of the uh, the gods in regards to you. It's like yeah, we we don't really care if you're cheating each other or you're you know you're lying and selling sham products and ooh you worship us big deal. We just don't <laughs> want worldwide chaos. <laughs> and so yeah. as as long yeah. as you guys are screwing with yourselves and not like causing the whole planet to fall apart, we really don't care. Yeah, I think there is a specific metaphor easily uses, which is like, yeah, we don't care about the individual trees; we care about the forest. So yes. something along those lines. Yeah, yeah, that, that's uh, good. Wait, did someone say that, or is that just analogy you came? It was up actually with? said in it was said in the anime. I remember that. Oh, I should pay um, attention I think, more. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because uh, he was. Uh, I forget this. I can't. I'm not gonna. So because it was a dub, I'm not gonna know any of these names. <laughs> oh shit! They have a dub. They have a dub. I didn't know they had. A dub. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, okay. rephrase. <laughs> because it was only sub. I'm not gonna. Know okay. Any of these I was names. like, I, I like, would have like, rather watched the dub. Yeah. Like, <laughs> There's so I, many I, different I, names. I could have gotten so much done during my rewatch if there was. A dub. I know. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, they actually. Um, oh, so the 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 four eyes. <laughs> Four mm-hmm. Eyes, the nerdy stuff, which, by the way, I love the fact that all of the super um, powerful, strong, athletic uh, gods, deities. Um, They're mostly like, dressed like dorks. <laughs> mostly dressed like what? Dorks, but dorks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but, uh, but the uh, but the scientist one, he he's he's outsmart. Like the 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 ones that aren't super powerful, really smart, seem to be the ones. On both sides, the demon side and on the, uh, yeah. the deity side, sort of leading the way. Like they're not punching their way through things; they're thinking their way through things, which I thought was really yeah. super cool. Um, but I forget where I was going with that. Who knows? Well, anyway, a lot of, for for essentially a battle anime, the fights are a very big set piece of the show. A lot of it is very tactical. A lot of uh, from, like you said, from both sides. Uh, like the, the biggest ones being uh, Yeasley, who's the, the... I wrote down all the names. That's how I remember them. Oh, that's uh, perfect. <laughs> uh, green tracksuit glasses guy and Miku, yep. the horny, horny, horny woman uh, <laughs> on the demon side. Yeah. I, I mean, I want to specify, uh, like, when I, I brought this up to Lance, I'm like, is it okay if I pick something incredibly horny and violent? And, and I was like, oh, let's, let's go for it. And I'm like, yeah. It, it's okay, Kyle. We're going to watch Domestic Girlfriend, so there's nothing. Oh, more. boy. Yeah, nothing's gonna beat that. Or Citrus. I'm gonna watch that one too. 
<laughs> oh, I have a story about citrus. Oh man, so you've seen both of them, right? I I have seen. Uh, I have. I think domestic girlfriends. The other okay, so I haven't <laughs> seen all of citrus. Uh, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's not very long, but I when it first came out, Crunchyroll yeah. or Verve or whatever was just spamming me with advertisements for it. Oh yeah, I mean, and I, for good reason. I I got it to stop by watching the first three episodes, and then it and didn't send me another ad. That's good. But so, which one do you think will traumatize Lance the most? That's what. That's my goal. <sighs> if domestic girlfriend's the one I'm thinking it is, probably that one. Um, yeah, if, probably. Citrus I, is more I, wholesome. <laughs> um, <laughs> I hope you both have a good time. I've seen both of them. I had great times. I finished the manga of Domestic Girlfriend. Hmm. Big letdown. Oh. <laughs> I know. What, I the, was so sad. The manga was a letdown? Or the... Yeah, it didn't end well. Like, I wanted it to, but that's all anime, so it's fine. <laughs> I mean, I was about to say, you know, speaking of disappointing endings, man, did it just stop Bro. in the middle of a... Like, it wasn't even a cliffhanger. You know why though? Uh, I I I haven't looked into the production of it, but the 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 manga stops there, and there's no more source material. Are you fucking kidding me? No, bro. Because like, oh, because like it just came out in 2018, so this is the point where they got in the manga, and they're not past this yet. There's no more source material, so they have to wait for the manga to catch up. Holy shit! I know, bro. That's that's so upsetting. It doesn't strike me like it'll be a particularly long series, and that's kind of one of the reasons why I like it is they fast forward through a lot of, in in different ways they fast forward through stuff that in again shown in a manga it would take, you know, a thousand chapters to get through. Yeah. Um, the, the fights are snappy and really well animated and fast, and the the exposition is usually comically sped forward. Yes, I, that was one thing that caught me off guard is uh, when I'm, I'm watching and all of a sudden like the and the Texas is flying like even oh bro the, the, I had to stop it so many times <laughs> I was like I you know I I tried to get the gist and I was like I'm not I because I, I had a deadline right I'm like I'm watching yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a deadline to watch <laughs> so I, I was mean, like, like you know what one of, one of a, the classic storytelling like like it, it's the the storytelling version of drawing hands is how to deliver exposition in a not boring way and Again, like one of the things I find fascinating about this is this tried to answer that question in a way that most shows don't, and it just literally tried to fast forward. Through <laughs> <laughs> the exposition. Great, though. Yeah, I, I, I respect the audacity. <laughs> um, I so we touched on it earlier, but I thought the art was definitely. I, I got a bit of a, a soul eater vibe. Is that just me, or or did you get the same thing? Kind of. Did did Mappa. Do Soul Eater. I, I forget who did Soul Eater. I, so I'm pretty sure this is the same studio that did uh, No Game, No Light. Uh, uh, no Game, No Life, if you've seen that. Um, I haven't seen that one yet. It's uh, another interesting one. Uh, yeah. No, so, they, the... so they did God of High School. They did Kakagura. They did. No one knows that one. No one knows that one. Nope. Banana Fish? You've seen that one, right? No, no. Yuri on Ice. They did that one. That kind of makes sense. Doro Hidoro. Oh, Doro Hidoro is interesting. That's also a bat shit. Uh, and then uh, Dororo. Dororo. I don't know. Jujutsu Kaisen. They did that one. 
Oh, oh, okay. Makes sense. Yeah. And and they did Attack on Titan. I know they did Attack. They're doing Attack on Titan right now. I know. I know. Not. I know. So upset about the delay. Yeah. I'm, they I'm, didn't I'm, do No Game No Life. I, I I really thought No Game No Life because they both do the same like weird pink red outline thing. Um. Although I think it was like I really like the the art in No Game No Life, but it hurt my eyes in that when none of the outlines were actually like an outline color. Uh, in this, I think it worked out a lot better. I, my, my yeah. Eyes are, my, my eyes are garbage, I, by the way. <laughs> but yeah, I thought the art was very interesting. Um, and sort of like the, and how they use it to tell the story. Like, uh, uh, I was very pleased. And I, and the reason why I said Soul Eater vibes is because the same, I had the same experience when I was watching Soul Eater is like the first like, episodes i was not into it because i hated the characters <laughs> i was like these these are these are horrible people and i was kind of getting the same thing here um and but then after like episode two episode three um i i started to love it and i was just i, I couldn't get enough of it so nice uh, on note of all the characters being assholes, I think that's another interesting thing because we are we start out seeing the the demons doing a, a, a complete Demon. war, war yeah. crimes and atrocities and and all that shit. And then again, we we already talked about how the gods are just ambivalent to humanity, and it's it's very much in a like we're seeing as as an audience we are relating to both sides of this conflict sort of in a bubble, and because both of them are are bad to like no matter who wins it kind of feels like humanity loses yeah. uh, like at least the Adatin won't like once the fight's done they won't actively do any like they'll let humanity fuck itself up but they won't make <laughs> it worse whereas the demons are like actively kind of making it worse yep. but when you see just how colossal the power difference is between the protagonists and the antagonists it it just makes the dynamic I did so it yeah I didn't think it would be that big of a power difference. Like, like you would think, like the the demons would be a little bit on par, but not even close. Not yeah. even close. What was it that? Uh, what was it that told you that first? When uh, Yinsley's like chest had a hole just uh, punched through it, and he's like, <laughs> "Yeah, that kind of hurts." Or was it when um, Ren <laughs> is standing there? She goes, "I just have one." After she's been fighting for however long, goes, "I just have one question. What are you?" And she goes, yeah, I'm a demon. And then as she's about to do her attack, can I move anymore? Because she cut her head off. Just with no yeah. hesitation, no time. Just well, so time. that's a big shonen thing where it's like, why can't I move anymore? It's like, your head's cut off. I, I, I know that already from the countless animes I've watched. <laughs> I, I did love the call. I was like, what did you do? Did you like paralyze him with a glare? It's like, oh, oh I mean, like, uh, uh, my grandfather could do that. Uh, I, I can't. Uh, no, I just cut her head off. <laughs> Didn't even move. Um, the, it crazy. the um, what really like so I I understood there was like a a little bit of a power scaling thing that it was going to happen when like uh, Hayato or like protagonist loud boy, um, loud boy, yeah, uh, like fights that first like actual demon that we see in the beginning, and it's like kind of an even fight, but like yeah. Hayato wins. It's like okay, so clearly what we saw there isn't the strongest thing we're going to fight. And that was true. <laughs> <laughs> um, but 
you get the the demon side of this. It's like, okay, well, we have found our enemy finally. Uh, we need to deal with this now. Uh, let's just send our strongest guy in to take care of the gods. And the strongest yep. guy comes in, and really the only reason that fight takes so long is Rin thinks she's fighting a human. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And, uh... Uh, it, it really kind of puts things into scale, and, and each time you see the demons understand the hole they've dug themselves in by moving now, you feel a little bad. Like Yeah. Um Especially once like you start to understand like not their backstory, but like that they have human brains as well. Yeah. They're just not they're they're not complete monsters like they used to be. I also thought it was a very interesting choice to uh uh what they did with Piscalat, P- Piscalat, I don't know how to pronounce it. The the lady general who gets brainwashed. Yeah, <laughs> because yep. she was a very prominent character design in in the OP and the ED, and so yep. I I kind of just assumed okay she's gonna be around forever. By the way, I love how the ED is like three of the worst war criminals. Just like it's just like it's just town. it's just like Jujutsu Kaisen. That oh, ending. <laughs> They're just dancing. They're just dancing. Yeah, uh, just dancing here. Just dancing. And. I I I expected her to be a bigger antagonist, and like with how the fucking show ended, I mean maybe, but she gets defeated so easily by the weakest by the weakest Edaten. Yeah, what's crazy and, though is like Corey feels bad, obviously, from that ending, mm-hmm. but does does Piscalot not feel bad at all? I was, I was well, like. She kind of looked like she was having second thoughts anyways. Like, they do, see, they do have this sort of run-through of, like, it's kind of a running joke of Pissalot, like, wanting a relationship of some kind. Yeah. Like, she's always teased for being a virgin by the other demons, and, like, the ED is, like, ends with her looking at a wedding dress and this whole thing. Like, is she gonna get a crush on someone? I don't know. I I think it's... I, I think mean, who would have a crush on Easily? He's the worst. <laughs> I mean, I love him, but yeah. I mean, I think it's just because they uh, they don't. I think they have a plan personally. So, like, because I think that both Paula and Easily um, can't feel pain, obviously, like humans or like demons. So, I think they're faking it for the moment, and Piscalot is also faking it to like get into like where they are hiding and everything to take it over. Even and though you know, like, she's unbrainwashed, I think it's I think it's like the, the chance to like find where they are. Mm-hmm. That that is definitely an interesting thought cuz it has it, it has definitely had a like a, a run through of you especially early on, you don't quite know how the matchups are going to go until you realize the Edaten have just completely eclipsed the demons. And so it, it does kind of make sense to me that, like, okay, like, we end at this technically, like, everything's gone wrong for the Edaten moment. Um, it makes sense that, no, no, it no, no, it's all part of the plan. You fell for the, the classic oh. blunder again. <laughs> and to kind of, uh, you, brought, you brought up a good point, Chase, about that, how you think it's fake. Uh, piss a lot. <laughs> I, I don't know how to say it. Pick, pick a lot. <laughs> Piccolo. It's, it's Piccolo. I, it's spelled like Pisces and a lot, so I, I don't. I see. I'm this color. I'm gonna call General P. Um, mm-hmm. She spent a great deal of time with Easily, 
mm-hmm. about the whole endeavor, planning with him, researching with him, you know, uh, um, strategizing with him. Corey was away for a great deal of time helping the other Idatan train. Yeah, um, and especially Paula. Yeah, especially Paula. So, like, I could see why Corey sort of had that, like, hesitation where uh, General P doesn't. Because he doesn't really know the full extent of what's going on. Yeah, um, that's fair. Because he was a little, he was, he was younger, obviously, when most of it went down. He, he got some standard brainwashing instead of just the, ha ha ha, I have, I have lobotomized you brainwashing. Yeah, that's Which, fair. Were you freaked out at all when he said, "Like, yeah, I've been, I did this on humans for a while before I, I figured out." Yeah, man, I was. <laughs> I, I was like, like, that, that there's really moment, no moral compass. <laughs> yeah, that that moment very much kind of uh, uh, put a lot of stuff into context for me. Like, it it, it put the like I I I kind of already like. Uh, sorry, rolling back just a little bit. Like with, with writing, there's this whole idea of like a. Uh, sort of author audience contract of like this is what you're getting into like there's there's twists and turns but you kind of have to promise what the story is going to be at the head of time uh, otherwise it feels cheap or surprising or jolting for for a reader um, and I think that um, I think this show did a good job of setting up that contract while also continuously surprising just how like how little the gods care yeah um man yeah i i the the i idea of morality in the show is interesting to me um i also uh uh like uh i'd say the most quote typical moral character we see is um let's see i have her name written down uh giltina the uh the priestess girl the human version of the The human wait the, the human version okay yeah um we don't see a whole lot from uh, eventually, like uh, you know, when when uh, Gil is the the Edaton version. Yeah. Um, we we don't see a whole lot from her, and I'm kind of like, I, I admit when I was watching it, I'm kind of like, what is the point? What is the narrative point of Gil when Paula exists? Because we already have, frankly, uh, a new Edaton who is cute, and I I feel like there's a bigger plan for Gil, but I don't know what I think. It's. I, I think I know the plan for Gil, like personally, is Hayato is the one that obviously is focused on fighting and just getting stronger. But Gil also feels that way because he imprinted uh, Hayato imprinted on her because uh, she he pulled her out of the the thing to fast track her. Mm-hmm. But she also has the thoughts and feelings of human Gil, so she will be the Adatin that will focus more on human. Uh, like rights and like the the better moral compass of the Adatan to like have and, reason because easily just experimenting on thousands of humans like it's no big deal. And and Paula is bird brained. I mean, frankly, I I don't know if you you caught like because it, it's really only she's very really sneaky. Good. She's very well, sneaky and quiet because <laughs> she can get quiet. She's yeah, snake. I, um. <laughs> In the uh, in some of the fast tracked exposition bits, I I didn't catch it until my re- rewind. Is that like she is like specifically called out as being made up of like birds more than humans? Yeah, that's that's <laughs> and, why she's uh, a bird brain. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I found that fascinating. Well, I, one of the reasons why I I like this so much is I I am fascinated by the idea of like conceptual beings. Like I I explore it in some of my writing. I, it's a whole thing. Um, 
but the the idea that like they get stronger by simply wanting to get stronger and yes there is a period of time to get to that point but the sort of one-to-one -one will to to power ratio i find fascinating and it like it, i found it particularly interesting with rin where like flashback rin is like scared little girl until she decided to yeah. essentially not be uh and, <laughs> and that's how we get the rin we are today <laughs> yeah that's very true um there's about a hundred so she's been training for about what 700 years because the yeah, she was there's so. a hundred years after the um the idaten put the the demons away behind the seal right or was it 150 something like that when she saw animals well, come back it was 100 when animals came back you're, you're you're right 700 years i think because it uh the seal's been intact for 800 years and then yeah 100 years or so is when nature kind of returned after the original and, and then she didn't start training until until that point because she's like they're not coming back <laughs> mm -hmm. um what sort of that question that raises for me is if she's as strong as she is at 700 years of uh, seven years let's say she's she didn't train at all before. She was just kind of, you know, wandering through life. And then at that point, she's like, I'm going to get strong and powerful. And she is where she is at 700 years. She's not the strongest that's ever existed. Her grandfather was more powerful that the other Idaten had were also more powerful. Like, makes me wonder, like, how many years is the lifespan of one of these Idaten? Like, how many have existed ever? Can they die? I don't think I, I think forever until someone kills them. But and like, definitely, oh, I I do think it's interesting that well we never see any Dotson die in in our thing. Yeah. Um, but Rin does mention that like Rin mentions that she has seen Dotson die uh, just by virtue of like I, I think at that first fight with Nickel she's like I I never saw a single demon kill an Dotson one on one uh, like you guys only were winning because there was just millions of you rampaging across the world yeah um uh, and that sort of does lead me to believe like they are functionally immortal uh and we don't really know what kills them we we still just don't have an answer to that question and that's also kind of terrifying <laughs> also fun <laughs> mm -hmm. um i do have a question kyle not to like sidetrack or anything but like when you were saying um to set up the story like to show the audience like what's coming to the like like what's going to happen in the show and stuff like that mm -hmm. don't spoil anything because i want lance to watch this anime too but how would you explain charlotte <laughs> you've seen charlotte uh, right i actually haven't seen charlotte oh no god we gotta watch charlotte now oh man uh, okay i'll leave it at that because we're definitely gonna uh, watch that lance um uh, are either of you aware of madoka magica Oh yeah, we 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 did. That an was the on that. okay. So that was the first anime. I so I'll say this: that was the first anime I watched, um, with any seriousness, because Tori wanted me to watch it, mm -hmm. and um, I it was like this cute magical girl, and then episode three comes, and then. <laughs> The uh, one gets her head decapitated. I was like, "What the hell is this? Like, what are you? What am I watching? <laughs> What's going on? This is, this is, this is real." Man. I will um, say, like, that was the biggest successful stretch of that audience author packed I have seen. 
but I think it still got away with it because throughout those first three episodes, before something really bad happens, something feels off in that show. Yep. Everything's yeah. just a little more fucked up than you expect it to be. <laughs> there's um, kind of reminds me of a um, there's a dating sim game. Uh, it's called Doki Doki Literature Club. I'm sure you've heard of it or played oh, it. Yeah. Yep. I've, I've oh, played yeah. it. How? Yeah, it's a it's basically a horror game, but like it does. You don't find out it's a horror game until later on, but something doesn't feel right the entire time you're playing. Like, what, 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 what's going on? This is kind of weird. Yeah. All these characters are off-putting. So, um, yeah, I, uh, yeah, Doka Magic is great. Um, anyway, I can think about Charlotte now. <laughs> uh, it's not an anime, but uh, one of the ones I don't think it worked. Well, for was uh, the Invincible show, uh, specifically the show, not the comic series. Uh, and that is to say, I, I, I'll, I'll make this quick since it's not anime, but uh, Invincible is based on a uh, like superhero, a, a uh, you know, like uh, I, I'm not sure it's properly indie, but not a DC, not a Marvel, but a superhero story. And mm. um, it's a very violent, very like gory show. Um, but in the the show, the the uh, in the um cartoon specifically it starts off very much vibing as just a normal superhero like a uh, superpower people punching each other sort of vibe and the hyper violence kicks in at the end of the first episode and it just sort of whiplashed me in a way that i didn't like now i loved the show as a whole it's just that like i didn't appreciate being tricked there the way i appreciated being kind of tricked in madoka magica <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah uh i i kind of like the uh, my expectations being um uh um broken i guess um so many times when i go into like a story i'm already imagining what i think is going to happen and i kind of get disappointed i'm right I I I lo- oh. so like a really a really um a really <laughs> a really not a uh, really good example a non a non another non anime example is like Star Wars Last Jedi, which a lot of people were not happy with it. Um, won't get into reasons why, but I loved it. Right, I loved it because there were so many fan theories. There were so many videos out there about what they thought was going to happen, where they thought it was going to go. It was the market was saturated. I and and being a Star Wars fan, I you know <laughs> watched them all, and and I was like, oh man, I don't I don't know. It seems like everything's already been. Why am I going to see this now? And then it none of that came true, right? And so I was so ecstatic. I was like, "Oh my god, I I don't know what's going to happen next." And so I kind of liked. I get what you're saying though about that contract, when um, because you can you you can do it well or you can do it cheap, and cheap, uh, is is kind of annoying because it's like you're intentionally lying, um, yeah. to the to the audience, so. And and what you were saying there did like kind of clue me in on how to phrase it. I like my expectations being shattered. I don't like being lied to. That's kind yes. of the, that's kind of the difference there. Um, I, I like being surprised, to. being deceived. 
you were chuckling, Chase. Did you have uh, something to add? <laughs> I like being lied to. Kind of gets me off, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we see what we're you're into. <laughs> I know what anime you want. <laughs> Speaking uh, of getting off, can we talk about Miku for a second? <laughs> yeah, don't don't worry. This whole episode is going to be explicit. So yeah, talk about what you want. No. It's just, uh, what was weirdest about her? The fact that she is just a horn dog for everything, or the fact that there was a period of, of the series where she's like, "Yeah, um, you're gonna have to uh, repopulate the demon population with," them. but she's like, "They're kids." I was like, "Oh well, I mean, eventually they'll be old enough. You know, it's no big deal." Like, <laughs> they weren't even that then, old though. And then, and well, you're right; they weren't even that old. But then <laughs> she goes, "I feel so ashamed." But I, I'm so satisfied at the same time, and yeah. I don't know. The, I'm disgusted yeah, with demon. myself for yeah. I'm disgusted yeah, with man. myself for how satisfied I am right now. <laughs> that oh, whole bit. <laughs> Can we talk about how her character design is just a goth dom Hatsune Miku? Oh, is that why I like her? And and her name is Miku? And how is that? Like, <laughs> I understand Japanese copyright law is not the same as American copyright law, but I still am like, wow, you just really made your, your own I goth never... dom OC of, of this very popular character. <laughs> I never put two and two together, but that is hilarious. That is hilarious. Oh. She just red instead of blue. <laughs> yeah, who, who, who are we look comparing at, this to? Look at Miku. Do you, do you he, not he know, know who Hatsune Miku is? No, he, no, he doesn't. She wrote he, Star Wars. and Oh, not Star Wars. She wrote Harry Potter uh, and, and is uh, uh, the Prime Minister of Russia. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, how you spell it? Is it uh, M E K U? Or I'll, I'll just I I'll just drop a drop a yeah image in the uh, the Discord. This is like Japan's mascot. Yeah, no. Uh, like the country's mascot. She was like the first like holographic pop idol. Okay, all right, I see um, it. The reason why I mentioned that she wrote Harry Potter is there's this sort of running joke that whenever someone is canceled, uh, you just say that Hatsune Miku was in charge of, of the thing that they made. Um, yep. So that you can still right. love the thing that was made. It's awesome. Uh, you're, but yes, you're right. I can see it now. Red instead um, of blue. That's just funny. I, I think it was very fascinating how they used her, though, as this sort of Again, like a counterpart to to easily, like she she can't fight. Um, even Paula, the super weakest, uh, would not have been able, or like she would not have been able to even handle Paula. But she is the most dangerous simply because she is incredibly smart and she she's is incredibly the, uh, observant. She's the mastermind behind the the whole demon like, uh, like resurgence part of it. You know. Um, mm -hmm. uh, I thought it was brilliant. Uh, at the start of the like invasion, like so, so they notice something changes. So so um, scientist guy and whoever I can't remember. They they go and talk to Miku. It's like, hey, how can can you uh, uh, like take a look at this? And they realize that there's just like a doppelganger dressed as as Miku on the couch. And it's like, I'm sorry. Like she told me to give you this if I was found out. And the letter says, "Oh yeah, uh, I realized we were fucked, so I just left." <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. By the way, uh, if if like insert what just what they just saw happens, uh, expect an uh, immediate invasion. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, that was one of my favorite like gags, I guess, in the show. Um, I I really um, who is the one demon? I don't think we saw too much of her till after the escape, but the one that they all th- say she's stupid. So basically, they're Paula. Um, but they keep her around because she's able to uh, steal money very easily. Uh, the, the queen and the emperor's daughter. The emperor's daughter, I think. Yeah, oh, what's her name? She, she the daughter? I didn't know that. Um, yeah, she's one of the three kids that, that they had escape. Okay. I would have loved to see more of a um what if i were to uh, i would have loved to see that sort of chase for all those escape demons be a little bit more drawn out personally because mm-hmm. um, i would have loved uh to see the sort of like um pon- what is his name pontisan pon- pon- uh, pon- uh prontia prontia i would have loved to see like a, a more drawn out chase underground and and like like a little joke like Oh, you think you can get away from me? And he's just running through all these tunnels. He's not smart enough to realize that these were all fake tunnels, <laughs> and um, and he escaped. I would love to see that play out a little bit more. But um, I yeah, th- those demons, I felt they were a little bit too in- too much of a side character, and I I feel like we wish I wish we would have fleshed them out. I don't know. Do you guys feel the same way about that? Um, that's all right. I mean. I just saw them as Brandy's and the Emperor's kid. That's all I saw them as, except for because uh, like the two that just made the baby, they were just doing that to show like this is the gonna, this is going to be the distraction for the demons to like communicate, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other dude was uh, the other uh, kid was going to be the person to communicate back and forth between all the groups. And then uh, the one lady that steals money, she was just pretty much useless. I thought it was um, kind of just like the nun. Yeah. Oh. Um, I thought it was kind of interesting how they. It, this is sort of a, a topic change, but mainly like it, it's kind of connected in that the the way they kind of do a time skip with. Um, yeah. Just I I can't remember how many years pass, but like seven. The so there's. Yeah. Seven, yeah, two, and then seven. Um, I don't know why that stuck out because that. We're so uh, proud of that. Two yeah. and seven. <laughs> two and seven. I know it. <laughs> Just the idea that that time passes so casually in the story, uh, because we are dealing with conceptual deities. They they don't like care about the years as much as as human characters would. I thought that was interesting, and the fact that like, you know, we we sort of see the the demon kids as they were escaping and then what they're up to in seven years trying to hide and stay alive um i i I will say like on the note of those characters not getting that much development one thing i think we can say about the show is that it respects your time like everything that happens is very quick it doesn't spend more time on anything than it needs to and it, I'd say it on if there's a question of is this long enough, it will always uh, like caution towards the answer of yes. Like it will always assume that this scene is already too long. 
And you see, and that, that's probably just a, 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 a style interest that I have that's different than others. I like, I like the long, drawn-out, really com- uh, complicated, detailed stories, which not, not to say that this was bad. I was pleasantly surprised that I liked it as much as I did. Um, but so, it's uh, just... And- it's definitely more of a, a junk food uh, uh, yeah. anime for me than a sort of like like a thinking, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to feel something, or I'm going to think something anime. Uh, I It was kind of the opposite for me, uh, but for a very different reason. Like I, I, What I've sort of mentioned here is definitely like, it's less about how I engage with art and more how I engage with the making of art that's got me so interested in this show. Um, I I just like it. Kind of feels like the the author was almost answering questions only they were asking. If that makes sense, like <laughs> the show. I don't think it. This show is for very few people. Um, and uh, I I'm certainly one of them. I enjoy it. Um, the what's crazy though, like because they didn't spend so much time on certain things. I would prefer if they spent so much longer on a certain arc, because that way I wouldn't have to wait years for another season. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> do we um, do we know if there's going to be a, a manga coming out anytime soon for the uh, for like volume two, or is that still? Uh, so this is adapted of five volumes. It took him okay. two point five years to write those five volumes. So, and he just finished the fifth volume. Do we have a sixth volume in the in the works? Uh, I think so. I'm not 100 percent sure. Probably. And to be fair, like it's not exactly uncommon for anime to catch up to their manga. Um, Hunter Hunter. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> so uh, behind the scenes, I am currently chewing through all 1,000 episodes of One Piece, and oh, we just got why? to. Honestly, it's surprisingly great. Uh, I mean, I bet. But... I've cried twice, and it's actually pretty hard to get me to cry in fiction. It's really good. Uh, but anime-wise, we got to uh, the Ennis Lobby arc, which is a really powerful, really good arc. Uh, but I think this is the first time they really caught up to the manga, because they keep pulling tricks in really climactic... Uh, 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 parts to spread out time like they they like we just got to a part where they shoved in two filler episodes in the middle of like a really important fight probably <laughs> because they ran out of source material and were scrambling yeah i gotta finish naruto first before i try one piece finish it's, naruto i gotta watch the putin <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> uh one one piece is definitely like especially as as you guys are are quickly becoming the hottest new voice in anime journalism uh, <laughs> ah, you, you heard I, it here, folks. Yeah. <laughs> this this artist, uh, uh, this this comic artist and writer of amazing renown, has has declared you two anime president. Um, Where's my trophy? I need I need a <laughs> a plaque on the wall right here. Uh, I, I definitely this piece is a worthy marathon, like like long term, like work through it through like three years sort of deal um because i i so i was talking about one piece i ran about one piece 
Uh, right I watched it when it first came out in, in America, and I didn't like it. And part of that was because uh, the four kids dub guts it. Uh, it's, not a, it's not a good dub. Uh, I love that dub, but it's really bad. <laughs> That's why I love it. Um, but also because it, for being an anime, it like the art style is very West-inspired. And at that time... I was going to anime for the new and different and cool stuff, and and One Piece like is kind of wacky and it, it goofy and it like it's got a lot of round shapes where anime normally has pointed shapes. It's kind of a weird thing to to talk about, but uh, as it goes on, it tells more and more serious stories, and eventually, like after falling off of it for five years, it came back on Toonami when Toonami came back. And uh, it started with a really serious arc. And I'm like, oh, shit, is this the same show? Uh, it's really good. Um, but the main thing about One Piece that I, I want to bring up while I'm on an anime podcast is an interview I read from Oda, the, the writer of One Piece, who was asked why Luffy has such a dumb power, which is like stretchy, inflaty powers. And that is because he wanted to make sure that no matter how dark the story got, he could always look at Luffy's dumb face and chuckle. And as someone who <laughs> likes writing dark shit, I respect that approach. <laughs> huh. He is pretty stupid looking. He is very stupid looking. Uh, I, I also appreciate that there's several uh, scenes where like, it, it just lights Luffy's face in the right way to make him look like a fucking psychopath. Yeah, bro. Um, and given he has kind of the Goku high pitched, like excited voice, yeah. uh, it kind of uh, it's a nice juxtaposition with the like uh, one eyed scar under the cheek, like I am a kill you and not feel a thing about it kind of glare. <laughs> like when Goku's eyes go white and he's just with mm. rage. Yeah. Lance uh, wouldn't know about that. I wouldn't know about that. I don't watch Dragon Ball except for <laughs> Battle of the Gods. Favorite cat in any anime. Um, I like the in-between arcs and dragons. Don't shake your head. You're the best. Don't shake your head at me. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, you said so only... many wrong things in that one sentence. <laughs> <laughs> the only other cat I like just as much is the Baron from Cat Returns. <laughs> not even a cat, it's a statue. Calm down. You picked the one not cat in the whole movie. <laughs> uh... I like uh, Reynaldo Moon. There you go. Ace <laughs> hates the cat returns. I hate it. I hate it. It's so, so bad. <laughs> what do you say? I'm so sorry. I haven't seen it. Good. You're, you're lucky. It's not worse than Makia. <laughs> it's worse than Makia. Have you seen, Kyle, have you seen Makia when the promised flower blooms? Don't. I don't. Don't, I'm, in fact, I'm impressed how many manga or sorry how many anime you guys have have brought up just in the course of this particular discord call that i've never even fucking heard of uh, <laughs> really i've been in this hole a lot longer than you <laughs> and i'm impressed i am impressed we just start reviewing more popular animes Lance. <laughs> you guys are going hard yeah. <laughs> i'm if Kyle, if Kyle is saying that we're too deep, then maybe we. Need well, to no, we're there. only oh, deep because oh. we only watch movies. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't even say that. Like, it's, it's not about being too deep. It's just like, like, it, this is what, like, I think people come to anime podcasts for is like to, to hear about shows that 
you know, they either haven't heard of or wouldn't watch unless someone else has watched it first and said it's okay. That's and fair. That's fair. Don't I, watch I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, personally, I appreciate uh, I appreciate the work you guys do. <laughs> oh, well, thank you, Kyle. We appreciate thank the you, work Kyle. you do. Yeah. Um, anyone have any other thoughts about uh, the Edaten deities only no peace? Favorite characters? Or favorite character of the series so far? Uh, I'm going to get his name wrong, but Pontia. Frontia? Yeah, I really like him. I have to say easily because he keeps finding ways to surprise me in a good way. <laughs> Surprisingly, I would have to say the same thing about my favorite character, and that's Miku. Miku's up there with me, too. Like, and not just because I'm a thirsty fucking lonely boy. <laughs> she always surprises me in a good way as well. <laughs> I also really like Rin. Surprisingly, kind of surprisingly, because no. she's kind of flat. I surprise um, before the massacre. I, th I thought that whole bit was that whole mini arc was kind of cool because mm -hmm. um, we're kind of led to believe that the demons are like the more like because they've in, um, immersed themselves in human culture for several, you know, hundreds of, or several years at this point. Um, I like imply that they're like great strategists. But not only did the Dutton uh, out um, outpower and outmaneuver, but also outsmart throughout the whole thing. So I thought that was kind of neat. Another uh, thought that I had was, do you think if Rin and Prantia weren't in the equation at all, like in the show, would it have been a more interesting dynamic between the, the two sides? I don't think it would be more interesting, but I think it would be more... Because I think it would be more conventional. Yeah, that's fair. That's very true. I, I don't think the show is the same if there isn't that, like, weird power reverse power dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think it'd be, I think it would be more, I think it would be just as interesting, but only because easily would have to come up with even more creative ways to outsmart demons, right? So we might see even, because Right now, he's got sort of an ex machina approach. It's like, oh, okay, well, if this doesn't work out, they're just going to destroy the whole town, right? And they can do it easily. If they weren't there, he would have to be more creative in his, his strategy. And I think it would be interesting to see that explored. How can he outsmart them even further without this sort of nuclear option he has available to him? 
Yeah. What about you? Who are you talking to? I'm talking to you, Chase. I answer the question in total. Hmm. Can you repeat the question? <laughs> I got lost in eyes. I. Do you think it would be more interesting if Rin and Prontia weren't in the equation? I think so. That's just because I like shown in anime. Fair. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't even say like it, it. I just don't think it would be this show anymore. I think it would That's be true. a different. A it would different, be a different, completely different piece. Yeah. Very true. Uh, yeah, I don't have any more thoughts on that. Uh, the ED and OP animation. I enjoy the, really the, the OP. I yeah. enjoy the song of OP. Like, like, like the, the, I'm not sure what song that is, but like I've heard it before. And well, it's I, like, I bookmarked so it. I, I saved it. You did? I, said, I was yeah. like, I gotta, I gotta save this. This is my new, um, it's so a good joke. Yeah, it's very good. Um, let me pull it up here. I'm uh, so I'm kind of getting uh, like I I am dipping my toes in animation. Um, and I sort of have this like long term practice project where I just like take the shots of that op and try and make them using my characters from my horror comic. Yeah, <laughs> nice. uh, because like it's a very impressively animated. OP, but it's also very simple. Uh, the 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 animations are uh, used very effectively. The drawings are used very effectively, but there aren't actually that many drawings, and they're manipulated mostly using effects rather than like hand drawn like movement. And I I respect yeah. that. Like they get a lot with a little, and I think that's really cool. Yep. My favorite OP of all time. Is actually a recent one. It's uh, the girlfriend, girlfriend OP. If you ever heard that, I have heard of the show. I have not. Uh, oh, the seen... OP is such a banger, such a banger. Uh, my favorite. I listen to it on repeat, repeat. Do you know, you know what I my know. favorite is of all time? Uh, Attack on Titan. Uh, no, no, Psychopaths. <laughs> actually, Attack yeah. on Titan is probably uh, uh, Linked Horizons is the name of the song. It's um. I think it was mostly it was in season one or was it maybe season two, but yeah, I think that one's probably I think about that a lot. I think Attack that, on Titan has some really good OPs, yeah. Um but as a as a second, oh, yeah. it's not because it's not my favorite in everything. Second half of season one Psychopaths. I absolutely mm. loved. That was a good one too. Um I I I find like in my case it's the quality of an OP does surprisingly affect my opinion on, if not the show, the like the the season uh, of the show. Because like an OP is kind of, I'm the type of person that almost never skips an OP because it kind of gets me hyped for the like it's a nice break in watching a show and then even when I'm binging it like gets me back in mind to to be hyped up for the show. Yeah, um, I agree. And that was the same. It, it was honestly one of the things that turned me on to Idaten. Uh It was I'm like, oh, this OP is the like amazing. Let's watch the show, and the show didn't disappoint. I I felt the same way with um, your last recommendation, of Death Parade. Yeah, Death, Death Parade is really also good. really fun. It is, yeah. uh, despite being like 
weirdly AU. <laughs> uh, they're they're all just, in death phrase. They're all just having fun and joking around. They're um, face Kyle. I just shared for um, the anime. Yeah, the girlfriend girlfriend one. Um, the reason I like it, I just found this out, is it's one of my favorite bands from Ooh. Japan. <laughs> That's why I like it. Are you, do you think that you would listen to Japanese pop music if it wasn't for anime? If, if you discovered it on your own, independent of anime, do you think you would um, still listen to it and have the same experience? Or is the fact that it's a... Okay. If, in <laughs> my me. case, it would have been a much bigger jump to get into it, but I think I would have. Um, by virtue of, like, anime OPs were definitely my, like, intro into it, but since then I have organically found the same genre of music, essentially, that I do like that isn't connected to anime that I know of. Anyways. Um... For me, I I think I would have, only because... <laughs> not directly related to anime, but because of the story I've told about AMVs. Mm-hmm. Yep, I was going to say that. AMVs. Yeah, <laughs> because... I didn't realize what it, I was like. I animated music video, right? But I thought it was animation made for the music. Mm-hmm. I didn't know at the time that it was actual anime, yeah. stupidly. That's and hilarious. so That's I love really that kind of <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, and because I was really fascinated with the music then, of course, I had no idea what I was really listening to. I just like, this is a really good song. And I kind of, you know, I put it away and I'm, I'm not thinking twice about it. I didn't think about the band or the name or <clears throat> where it came from. But going back now, a lot of that stuff is stuff I have bookmarked right now that I listen to f- quite frequently because I, I have that sort of like nostalgia about it. I'm like, oh, yeah, I really actually like this. The first uh, J-pop anime opening song I think I ever that really hit me was uh, Asterisk from Bleach, the, the first Bleach opening. And, I've seen Bleach. Uh, honestly, like, don't. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Come back. Like, well, the the first, like, I I would like kind of recommend the first arc, but as soon as like the show becomes the show, stop watching because like the setup's great, but I don't think it like of all the 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 big three from that time, like it's it's not great. Well, it wasn't part I, of the I, big three to me. So. Well, yeah. Um, I just think it. Um, it had a great concept, but I think it suffered under the the Shonen Jump release. Fifteen pages a week grind. Yeah. <laughs> um, What's your big three? Uh, well, I there's sort of a, a colloquial like Naruto, One Piece, Bleach. Like they were post Dragon Ball. They okay. were one of the okay, big. There it is. Like they were the big powerhouse. Um, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I it's DBC's like, number I, one. I got you. <laughs> um. Number one uh, Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah. Shut up, Lance. Shut up, Kyle. Go ahead, Kyle. Uh, I was gonna, keeps I was rudely say, interrupting you. I was going to say, shut up, Klein. Come back when you're a main character. <laughs> yep. Oh, God. That's funny. Uh, it, it was, uh, particularly when I was in high school, it was like a just commonly accepted thing because they, they were... They're powerhouses of Shonen Jump. Uh, it, was, it, it wasn't so much about whether they were good or not. It was about how much money they were making at the time. 
A hundred percent. And to be fair, like I think Naruto's got a lot going for it. Um, not the whole this whole series isn't strong. Um, and what? I mean that's the case with One Piece too. I have a like I I understand now why One Piece is is the most popular like manga in Japan. Like it, it it's it's really strong. It's it surprises me how strong it is. Um, but at, at any rate, I I think whereas One Piece and Naruto. I think the the weekly like the grind really helped get those stories told. I think it it hampered Bleach. I think Bleach would have been better with a little more time between each each chapter, a little more thought behind the arcs. Um, and that's not even me. Like I'm not trying to be like nasty to it or anything. I just I like I I I under I I can recognize burnout when I see it, and there's a lot of burnout in Bleach more than more than those other two. Yeah. Um, but that first OP is bombing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to listen to it. Uh, trying to think of, I think that might be the end of my. That's certainly the end of my little notepad. I wrote notes on. Yeah, yeah, that's the end of my end of my brain right there. Uh, Kyle, I took notes. Hey, you know, I I know he started taking notes, and I kind of wish I took notes too. Same. At the same time, it's it's different. Okay, so like when we started like with like your name weathering with you, right, and all that stuff. That was for like at least for me, those were things I already seen before we watched and recorded. Mm-hmm. It's different when watching something brand new because like I really mm-hmm. want to immerse myself in it as much as I can. I want to focus in on it, and I feel like pausing would go down and go okay. What did I just, you know, what did I think of when I watched that right then and there? <clears throat> really yeah. sort of detracts from my experience going through. So it's, but it, notes would help. It's, it's kind of a, unless we, unless we want to really <laughs> go, okay, we're going to watch it on Sunday. <laughs> then we're going to watch it again on Wednesday, take notes, and then we're going to record on Saturday. <laughs> so yeah. I, I, I mean, none of us have time for that. For for the record, if I if I was running the show and not guesting, I, I wouldn't have bothered. Um, <laughs> right now, like, oh, I'm, I'm a guest. I need to actually make sure I'm a good guest. This is the oh, things I don't. want to talk about. Sometimes we didn't watch the show, man. You're good. <laughs> um, I I've only one time not watched anything. I, I what was it? Um, uh, what was the enemy? You watched all of it. I didn't watch any of it on the rewatch. Um, when I watched the Spark Notes. I didn't even watch. I started like the first five minutes. Like, what was it? What was it? Summer Wars? No, it wasn't Summer Wars because we watched that together. No. It was um, something like that. No, it wasn't like because we both watched Bell. Garden of Words? No, we both watched Garden of Words. But did you rewatch it? It was a rewatch for me and it was a first for you. Yeah, and you couldn't hold a conversation, save your life. Oh, it was Spirited Away. Oh, it was Spirited Away, wasn't it? It was uh, Spirited Away. I, I, what do you mean I couldn't hold? I, I followed. I was able. I remembered some of the things. <laughs> some of the things. <laughs> to be fair, I've seen we, Spirited Away like a dozen times. I, I've easily seen it the most of any Miyazaki movie. Man. Hey, not even because quick. I want to. It just it keeps happening. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Spirited Away. We watched it because we watched Bell and Tori read a review that said that. L won more awards in Spirited Away, and I was like, "Huh, interesting." Because I, 
remember liking Spirit Away a lot more than Bell. So that's why we watched it. It's... There's a lot more people that are into anime now. So. Oh, we did talk about that too. Yeah. Uh, Kyle, yeah. question for you. Miyazaki or Shinkai? You better get this right. <laughs> so here's, here's the real trick is I know Miyazaki's name and I've only heard Shinkai's name. Like I, I know everything Miyazaki did, but I've probably seen a lot of Shinkai stuff that I haven't up, uh, put on to Shinkai's name. So let me just do a quick cursory look as to okay, uh, things Shinkai's made. I feel like making merch that says Shinkai is better than Miyazaki. Don't change my mind. I, <laughs> I am on board. We should do it. Even if only oh, we're gosh. if only we're the only ones that buy it, I would still I would pay. Or like just like Shinkai with a box next to it with a check mark, Miyazaki with nothing or an X. <laughs> I love it. Oh, that'd be great. I, that would be awesome. Uh, I'm going to give a very big asterisk with what I'm about to say. Okay. Miyazaki, but only because Shinkai's uh, still currently underrated. Like, like Miyazaki has some some clout that has allowed him some. Yeah, he's popular. You're, yeah. you're like you want to go with the popular I, stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 like the the line is so close to me that the popularity is almost from a like cultural. Like, I have to give some cultural kudos to that. Miyazaki has managed to reach more people. Um, I, I think they're both incredibly talented, and I hope to one day make anything remotely as beloved as anything either of them made. I think, and I think you will. I uh, will too. Oh, thank you. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh... Oh, no, I was just <laughs> no, I was thinking a joke. Um, <clears throat> you. <laughs> <laughs> uh do we have anything else we want to talk about i'm good i think i well yeah i think i'm that's all i got all right check out my check out my podcast yes yes yeah. you want to plug your uh what you're plug working it out. on right now <laughs> look it out you know if you so, tell anyone about your art commissions uh reach my hand through the screen and slap you <laughs> all right okay so uh, I do a lot of things. I do comics. I do just general writing stuff. Um, but since you're listening to a podcast right now, I'm assuming you like podcasts. I'm doing a science fiction podcast called Anachronistic. That's about a guy who travels the country fixing rifts in time and space alongside the love of his life, who he knows he's never going to end up with. Um, it's really sad. I'm really proud of it. We just released episode 10, which is the hardest thing I've made in my entire career. It was really challenging, and I'm really proud of it. Um... I'm also open for art commissions in like a week. Uh, I'm wrapping up some stuff. So if you want me to draw your characters, I'll be open to do that soon. <laughs> I um, Are you planning on selling? I know that you just ran your Kickstarter and um, your graphic novel is going to be coming out. And I'm a proud uh, or a patron of that. Um, do you plan on selling that outside of like... Was uh was that just like going to be a limited edition? Or are you planning on consistently producing and selling that? And if so, uh, where people uh, buy? So it? I do short runs of all my comics. I always with Kickstarters, I print more than I sell with the Kickstarter. Um, I have a store at kylenewbridge.com, uh, where everything I currently printed is for sale there. 
Um, I have a, uh, in particular, uh, my horror series of this light. If you like, if you like dark anime, you'll probably like of this light. The art style is a little more hybrid, but it's definitely like manga inspired. Um, and I have the original Punchline is Death Flip book, which is like, I want to say maybe a third of what's going to be included in the book that comes with the Kickstarter, uh, for sale there as well. Um, and so yeah, that's where you can buy my books. Um, yeah. I, I'm not in any bookstore. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm in a couple of bookstores, but they're small in Seattle and you probably haven't heard of them. <laughs> uh, one day I'd like to be in, I, yeah, one, one day I'd like to be in, you know, some of the bigger stores, but as, as a very, I'm a very small publisher that, I mean, like I am growing. I, I, like, uh, I, I, I am officially like, this is my career. I think that was even the case last time you guys had me on is I, I, I made the jump to full time with this. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm eking out a modest living. But I, uh, I was gonna say I almost kind of like the sort of I'm I like the grassroots effort, mm-hmm. you know. Like I'm sure like being in a bigger store is nice, but at the same time I think I kind of like depending on what's being produced, it's kind of nice to stumble across it in like a small little town bookstore or art store or some. Um, you don't know what you're gonna find. Like you can, I can go to, I can go to Books a Million, and I have a pretty good idea of what I'm going to see there. Uh, if I go to the Ricky Dink bookstore on the on the corner that Grandma has, has been running for the last you know 40 years because she's just passionate about the written word, mm-hmm. I think that there's gonna be more um, interesting stuff to discover there. Go ahead, Chase. Well, I have, I have a quick question. So, my wife went on your website and got. Two of your books, The Arc of This Light and The Punchline's Death. Pretty exciting stuff. I was wondering if that was her. I got the that email is her. while we were talking. Yeah, that <laughs> was her, yeah. But, like, she also sent me this this page that is, I also want these leggings in the future. Do you know what I'm about? It's the leggings that <laughs> kill me on the butt! <laughs> yep. <laughs> Finally, What's I knew that those about? would be for someone. What's that about? <laughs> so, uh, oh, fuck. Because she wants them thing. so bad. Uh, so uh in punchline is death the the um comic that i kickstarted and like the again the the, uh the the flip book that uh uh there um i frequently draw myself with a mug that says kill me on it uh it's kind of a running gag so i printed um i printed i i got i i made a merch mug that had says kill me on it and i was really proud of that Um, that. and then i realized that you can put that on pretty much anything and um, I'm reminded of some of my favorite merch items to hear about. Uh, specifically, uh, uh, Night Vale has some like uh, like leggings and, and and shorts that say "creepy on the butt." And uh, my favorite one is uh, a bit of uh, merch for the podcast, uh, the Magnus Archives, that says "ceaseless watcher, turn your gaze on this wretched thing on the butt." <laughs> and I figured someone would find it as funny as I do. I'm glad someone does. I know, yeah. She's so excited um, about him. <laughs> That's great. Kyle, I'm going on to your site right now because I actually haven't bought any of your merch yet. I've only bought your book and your artwork. So <laughs> I'm going to see what kind of merch you have going on. And if you have a hoodie, I'll probably buy it. I really Same. I don't, but I can make one. Very easily. Could you make a, cu- I- could you make a custom... Uh, well, well, maybe not I, custom, but... Uh, I, <laughs> like, custom. I, 
I, I am at the stage in my merch journey where I've sold, I, I've sold several of those mugs, but that's about it, and a couple of t-shirts. Uh, if you guys have, like, ideas for merch you'd like to see, it's very easy with the, the site I use to just make new merch, and I haven't hit the up clap yet, and... I think no. it would be funny if you made a uh, <laughs> a some type of like clothing that says the Kyle Newbridge anime, whatever it was you said at the beginning. Oh, uh, the Kyle Newbridge anime uh, show featuring. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that'd be great. <laughs> that'd be great. I'll, I'll make you guys a graphic for this particular episode. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> that'd be great. Uh, all right. Well, thanks for oh, yeah. uh, thanks for returning, Kyle. Glad to have you back. Looking forward to having you on many more episodes in the yeah. future. I, I'm excited too. This is always this is a good time. I love talking about anime. So thank you so oh, yeah. much. Man. Oh, yeah, anytime. All right, guys. Uh, we will catch you all next time. Bye. Thank you.